All right, everybody, don't drop that fast forward button. The sponsorship roll call is about to begin. Energy Consulting Limited provides complete project management and general contracting services to a variety of private sector clients on both commercial and residential construction projects. They act as the owner's representatives through the planning, design, budgeting, scheduling, construction, and occupancy processes. Clients appreciate their open, honest, and flexible approach to achieving their project goals. Although they're located in Surrey, BC, Energy works on projects all over the province, including the growing cities of the north and the beautiful coastal towns of Vancouver Island. They're always excited to explore new places and develop relationships with professionals wherever their clients' interests may be. Abacus North is a firm that specializes in mortgage banking solutions for complex projects. In addition to providing financing solutions in a traditional mortgage broker capacity, Abacus North provides direct loans that range from $2 million to $25 million. On a syndicated basis, they provide mortgage banking solutions up to $300 million. In most cases, their in-house capital solutions can bridge financing gaps that traditional lenders are unable to service. They specialize in providing land acquisition loans, construction financing for large-scale developments, income-producing properties, and single-purpose facilities. With a portfolio that includes high-rise, mid-rise, and low-rise condominiums, townhouse developments, shopping centers, agricultural properties, industrial developments, and medical marijuana facilities, Abacus North is at the forefront of creative mortgage banking solutions with a focus on fostering long-term relationships. They are a multifaceted organization that services domestic and international clients with their mortgage banking needs. Complex financing solutions require analytical thinking well beyond a typical mortgage broker relationship. As a result, they focus on providing engineered solutions for their client. Their key differentiation strategy is that they assist clients in actively managing the capital stack in order to minimize borrowing costs while maximizing flexibility. Abacus North focuses on national and global opportunities. Ascentia CPA has a team of new-gen chartered professional accountants that are dedicated to advancing companies using expertise combined with emerging technologies. The team at Ascentia will implement the latest accounting technologies, allowing you to not only run a business, but to run a smart business that will excel in your industry. Their focus is to provide growth-centric, value-added, and timely accounting services for businesses, as well as individuals across Canada. Unlike standard accounting firms, by embracing cloud-based software, the team at Ascentia will provide you with real-time accounting information on a secure platform that is accessible anywhere at any time, allowing you to make better informed decisions and gain more controlled overview of your financial data. The reliability and expertise you will experience with the professionals at Ascentia will assist you in the preparation of corporate and personal tax returns, financial statements, bookkeeping, government filings, tax and estate planning, as well as business advisory services. For more information on the advantages of online accounting and to book a complimentary meeting online, be sure to visit ascentiacpa.ca. We are I. being gifted a, a great opportunity and a great honor right now you know I'm just driving in the car 
you know, on my way to uh, partake in a in a sweat lodge ceremony. Um, it's gonna be about four hours long, and we're gonna take a few breaks along the way and stuff, and be able to go back in. But you know, I've been I've been searching for this opportunity for you know almost close to a year now, and uh, you know, it's funny how like the world just kind of like like speaks to us in, in all these extremely unique ways if we're just willing to be patient and and listen to it you know I kept on thinking along the way like I've reached out to all these people I know that I know would be able to facilitate you know me being able to partake in one of these ceremonies and you know I never got frustrated that it never happened and if anything I could say you know maybe slightly disappointed but um, you know never too much just knew that it was a pursuit that I needed to partake on you know and something that I needed to do and something that I wanted to do to be able to help whatever it is inside me that's just crying out to be able to connect with that experience. And, you know, like doing the podcast with Donna Attack and, you know, just realizing that she had like this opportunity and just throwing out there. And she's like, yeah, you know, like we go on, on Saturdays, we go every Saturdays and, and, you know, we'd be more than happy if you came, you know, and that was only on Friday. So yesterday, you know, that we had, we did this podcast and, you know, it hasn't even aired yet. And, you know, now, you know, I'm on my way the next day. So this is the way the world speaks, you know, it's it's supposed to happen right now. Like there's that part of me that needs to be cleansed, that part of me that needs to be able to get out, you know, like this is the time it needs to go. You know, then like ironically today, you know, like I go with, you know, like my dad, you know, and a friend of his, you know, and, and my three kids, you know, we go to Frozen 2 you know, today, and, you know, like, one of, like, the big, like, existential factors in this is, you know, like, this kind of, like, this struggle between, like, you know, good and evil, you know, like, and it's represented in, you know, kind of, like, the hostile takeover versus, you know, like, the, like, I need to stop and be patient and listen, because you have this one force that's very connected with the earth, you know, and very connected with, you know, like, the, the planet around us, and just listens to the planet, listens to the earth, and lets it guide their way, and then you have this other force that's just that wants to be a dominant force that just doesn't believe, you know, in any of these factors and just doesn't believe and can validate that, you know, they, these two worlds can coexist. So it just wants to conquer and it wants to dominate, you know, but like that's the part that ends up falling in the end is the part that just wants to dominate the part that just wants to take over and, and take everything from everybody. You know, and like this is never somebody who I've really been in in an aspect of life that I've never really connected with because I've just never seen the value in that. You know, and like as I get a little bit older in my life and, you know, as all these life experiences start to come my way, like I I really understand like how like I just I love to be a part of things. You know, I love to be able to experience things. I love to, you know, create this avenue for myself that facilitates these opportunities for me. You know, but like, I just, I've never cared about finishing first. I've never, I've never built like a passion for striving to be the best or, you know, place first or be perfect. I've just always wanted to participate. I've always wanted to be an active participant and, you know, seeing what happened in that movie and just, you know, people standing up like these characters, you know, standing up in this movie and saying like, no, like, like there's this, there's this force inside me that is pulling me towards change. There's this force inside me that knows I need to be able to do good. There's this, this intuition inside me that I have to listen to. 
you and Elsa does. You know, and that's what's been guiding my ship for a long time now is just my intuition. And, and every day I wake up more submissive to my intuition because the more I just know that this, this is a force that will absolutely guide me down the right path. And that is how I'm ending up here tonight. You know, so I can't wait to be able to go in and, you know, hopefully I'll have the opportunity, like, you know, in between the breaks and stuff, like to be able to, or at the breaks to be able to, you know, kind of like express how I feel after each one of these sittings and, you know, be able to share that as a part of this, like, ongoing narrative of my experience tonight, you know, or maybe I'll just have the opportunity after. But um, this is going to, this podcast is going to be all about my journey to this sweat lodge. Um, and my experience at this sweat lodge tonight. So um, this is kind of like like part one drive over. You know, when I get there, kind of figure it all out, get situated. You know, maybe I'll drop a little bit more into this, you know, or maybe it'll be at the first break or maybe it'll just be at the end of it all uh, to be able to come back around the experience and stuff. But uh, stay tuned because there's going to be more. So here's the the end of it. I can't really speak necessarily right now. I wish that I could express maybe how I feel or how my body feels um, in this very specific moment, but um, the words just don't come to mind, and you know maybe they're not supposed to. Uh, but we did four rounds um, in the sweat lodge and uh, it's two and a half hours long uh, no getting out and uh, just the beat of the drums the song like it unites everything like there's there's no there's no doubt ever in anybody's mind, like we know through all cultures across the world, no matter what hemisphere you're in, no matter where you're at geographically, like song, dance, ceremony, they connect us, they connect us all for multiple different reasons. You know, like they connect us through laughter, they connect us in pain, they connect us in misery, they connect us in madness, they connect us in frustration, they connect us in in everything because they connect us with each other. You know, and as I was sitting in this ceremony and these songs are being chanted, I couldn't help but feel just just decades and decades and decades of people that sitting around and in places and feeling the same thing that I'm feeling right now. And I just, I was holding it just so close to my heart that like, what an honor that these people know these words, that these people can chant these songs, but not just because they're there, but with like, with authenticity, passion, and authority. Because it's pure, it's how they feel, it's connected from the heart. You know, and every rock that came in, it was just glowing red, just burning red. You know, and the different medicines that were put on these rocks and the smells that just drifted into my nose, into my body. You know, I could feel it coming in my eyes. By the third round, my eyes burnt so bad. My eyes were on fire. 
my left eye, I could have dug it out with a spoon. Like it hurt so bad. But all I could think was just like in my mind, I need to be able to lose my sight, to be able to gain a connection with how I feel. I just, it was just reoccurring time after time after time. Every second that I was sitting there in my eye that I just wanted to pry out of my face because it just hurt so bad. Like it stung. It felt like it was being glued shut. It felt like I was never going to be able to open my eye ever again. And at one point, I, I questioned whether or not I'd ever be able to see again. And in that moment of questioning whether or not I'm ever going to be able to see, I thought, I'm like, do I actually need to see? Or do I just need to feel do I need to feel more? Do I need to understand more? And is my vision preventing me from understanding and feeling what's right in front of me? Is my vision impairing me of what I need to understand? Is my vision impairing me of what I actually need to see? It's all I kept thinking. That's all that was going through my mind. And I sat there, you know, by the end of the third round and, you know, like the steam is so intense. It's just scorching my skin. My skin was just on fire. Just, I begged, I begged my mind, I begged my body, just please just get up and go. And I was like, no, because you haven't fully understood why you're here tonight. You need to go deeper. You need to go deeper to truly understand, like, what is it? Like, what is it? Why are you here right now? Like, wait until you feel it's just emerging. When you're feeling the way you're feeling right now, when you're begging to get out, you're almost there. You're almost, you're not quite there. You haven't looked over that edge. You haven't climbed up high enough. You haven't got to the summit, but you're almost there. You can feel it. And that's when I truly understood that the main lesson that I was there to be able to learn is that it's not selfish to accept the resources of your community when you need them. It is not selfish to be the one to be able to take all the resources from everybody in your community when you need them. Because if you can say that you'll authentically give those resources back when you can in any way, shape, or form, when you can give those resources back, you give them. And that is when I could see again, my eye didn't hurt anymore. I could see my eyes weren't burning. And then at the start of the fourth round, I was at peace with just being able to lay down amongst my brothers beside me. And I laid there as one side of my body and the drumming started again and the chanting started again. To begin the fourth round, I, I felt it. I felt the connection with the earth, I, I, I felt the song, I felt the drumming, I felt the heat, I felt the steam, I smelt the medicine, I felt the coolness on one side of my body and the heat on the other, I felt the yin and the yang connecting together. I felt the fire in my breath as I breathed on my arm. I inhaled the hottest air I've ever inhaled in my life and I breathed it out. I took a big deep breath out and I blew it up and down my body and I felt it scorch my skin. And I'm like, I'm still alive. I'm 
I'm still here. I'm still alive. I still feel. I still have the ability to be able to feel. This is why I'm here. And at the end of the fourth round, and I asked everybody, no disrespect to the ceremony, if I could sing the song that I sing to my daughters, if I could sing it to the stones. And they allowed me to be able to sing that song to the stones. And I offered it to this planet, I offered it to this world. I offered it in that ceremony to know that my daughters would always be protected whether I'm with them or whether I'm not. I offer that strength to my daughters knowing that they have an army and a community that as long as they have two feet on this planet, they'll be able to connect with it because I laid there. I laid there on the ground after suffering to be able to sing that song for them, to be able to see what I needed to see. I can rely on my community. When I'm not there, they'll be my eyes. When I'm not there, they'll be my touch. When I'm not there, they'll be my voice of reason. And when I'm not there, they'll be able to feel my love. That's what I connected with and that's why I went there tonight. So I share this with you. I share this with you all. To understand that it's okay. It's okay to be vulnerable because vulnerable is growth. Vulnerable is growth. Because you can understand, you can feel, and there's a moment past that. So I thank you for giving me the honor to be able to share this with you tonight.